Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And we have a couple of announcements to talk about, and then I will be sharing a demonstration of an old friend. Yes, so we have a nice sprinkling of demos and announcements for you today. First announcement is for those of you who are Internet Explorer users. It has come to our attention that there are issues with the website and Internet Explorer that do not happen on Edge, Chrome, or Firefox, for example. And as the days move on and Internet Explorer becomes less useful on websites, shall we say, ours being one of them now, is that websites are going to break. And it's not the fault of the website because the website has to move forward. It's more or less a fault of Internet Explorer. I know that some websites, for example, my new password manager that I started to use, If I go to their website with Internet Explorer, they basically tell you that you have to use Firefox, Chrome, Edge, or Safari because the technology that they're employing on their website won't work in Internet Explorer version 11. We are aware of these issues, and unfortunately, there's nothing that we can do about them moving forward. Like right now, we know that if you were to check out with us, you could not enter your credit card information. The fields do not show up to enter your credit card information on our checkout page. And that's an IE thing. We have tested it extensively using various screen reader combinations and various browsers. IE is the only one this happens to. IE is no longer being updated. Microsoft is no longer maintaining it. So essentially, it's what you see is what you get with IE currently. So Microsoft is putting their focus on Edge. Yes. So, unfortunately, if you find something on the site and you find that it's an issue and you're using IE, we definitely encourage you to change browsers. Use a different browser. See if it makes a difference. In light of this, knowing that many of you will have questions, we are inviting you to our free September class, which is the 27th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We were going to do a different class, but we're going to move that class on backing up your files to October. So if you were interested in that and you had heard about that, that's when that's going to be. But for September, we're going to talk about transitioning, particularly from Internet Explorer to another browser. Because really, y'all, here's the thing to know about browser transitions. And Lisa and I have had a commiserative conversation about this recently. It's really not as scary as you think it is. I remember, and we both had this experience, when I moved from IE to Firefox years ago, I was terrified. I was like, no, I have to learn all this new stuff, and it's going to act different, and blah. It doesn't. There's really a few things that you'll want to keep in mind, especially if you have add-ons, things like that, that you utilize. But you can move those. You can still get your bookmarks. You can do all these things. And we want to talk to you about how that works. We want to introduce you to perhaps benefits of switching from IE to something like a Firefox. And we want to show you the advantages of doing it. Because as we've been saying here, really more and more things are going to break. 
in terms yeah. of working with IE? I changed because I was tired of IE crashing every time I drew breath, it seemed. And I primarily use Firefox and it does occasionally crash, but not usually, not with the regularity that IE did. And because Microsoft is not promoting paying attention to IE, I think we will have more and more security concerns with that browser as time goes by. Very good point. So that's something else you might want to consider. So again, this is free material. We're offering you this class for free because we know this could be an inconvenience to you. And it's really just a good class to offer. What if you want to switch between browsers or among browsers? Or what if you want a new favorite default browser for your computer? Well, this class will answer those questions. And really, once you know how to transition from one, you'll be feeling more secure about transitioning between all browsers. So we're excited about offering you this information. It will be, again, September 27th, which is a Thursday night. These free classes have somehow ended up on Thursdays this year, and that appears to be where they will stay. <laughs> so Thursday, September 27th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Because we know a lot of you use IE, we're going to break our rule. So if you are on our events list, great, awesome, you will receive the information for this event. But if you are not on the events list, we are going to provide this information to you to join the event. So we will have the information in the show notes in the next podcast episode. Not this one, the next one. They'll be available in the show notes. We'll have all the call-in info. We'll have a news article on our news page. So when you find news on mysticaccess.com, you can find the article there. And it'll actually be available. You'll be able to see it among the news articles on the homepage. So you won't even have to go anywhere to see it. You can just click on it to get the information about joining the class, and we will send it to our newsletter and events list subscribers. So if you're on one of those lists, you'll get it as well. This is not a new thing. <laughs> Generally, we do not publicly announce all the free classes, at least not currently. If you want to join, this is how you're going to do it. So we will make sure that information is available to you in as many places as possible so that you can find it easily. If, say, September 25th or so comes around and you haven't found it, give us a call, or better yet, send us an email, and we'll send it to you. So you can definitely join us. And as always with our free classes, it will be recorded and up on our free downloads page as soon as we can after offering the class live to you guys. So as many of you as possible can enjoy that information. Speaking of classes, we want to remind you that our next set of six iOS classes will be starting the first week in October. You can now place your orders for those and see what they're all about by going to our website, which is, of course, mysticaccess.com. One question I've been getting already, because the new iPhone and iPod Touch and iPad update is coming, which is iOS 12, people are asking, do I need to have that update to attend the class? The answer is no. I encourage you to update because of security. And we're kind of all on the same page, but you certainly don't need to have it. This one does not... Hmm, how much can I say without disclosing? <clears throat> no, it's public knowledge, right? Anybody can go it's grab it. It's a public it. beta, yeah. Okay. Um, this does not really change a lot, especially in respect to what we're going to be discussing. So if you really want it and you want to get it and you want to install the final version, which 
I would be very surprised if it's not out by the time our classes start. Or if you don't want to install it, either way is fine. The best advice I can give on that one is relax. And if there is a new something, we'll talk about it. But I don't really think that there are any game changers. And those who took the first six seemed to enjoy them. And so we hope that many of you will join us for these. And we talked in more depth on the last podcast about them. But we're going to be doing some fun things like talking about using the iPhone as an actual phone. Many of us have had struggles with that. I finally have received forgiveness from the person I accidentally called it to in the morning (laughs) when I got my first iPhone. (laughs) We'll be talking about moving apps and editing text and using GPS apps with the phone and other devices. And so there's a lot of exciting information and we encourage you to find out more on our website. Speaking of our website and classes, the previous six classes are up in a nice navigable daisy book. So if you want to purchase the previous set, you can actually do that right now. And the total cost for the download only is $75. Yeah, we like to call Chris the crazy daisy dude around here because he likes Mm -hmm. to say that he's going to put in one or two daisy headings just to separate all the classes out. And How many did you say ended up in these six modules? 87. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're they're done really, really nice. I'm sure they are. They are. And I've actually had people ask me, why would I want Daisy versus MP3? And the thing is, If you know that in class three, I covered four topics and you want to find that third topic out of four, you can very easily navigate there using the headings in DAISY. And this would be on something like Voice Dream Reader or a standalone DAISY player like a Victor Reader Stream or Trek or the names of the other ones have just gone out of my head. The book ports, book, book senses. Book yeah. sense, yes. As soon as you said book, I went, oh, yeah, those <laughs> guys. So any DAISY-compatible player will work to play those. If you're using a standard little MP3 player, then you might want that. But if you have something capable of playing DAISY, you might find that this helps you more quickly find the information that you need. Because really... The information is only as good as your ability to either learn it, and in some cases you don't really need to learn because it's like set it and forget it, but in that case the information is only as good as your ability to reference what you need. One fun fact about DAISY that people don't realize too is if you download the DAISY version of the product and let's say you have a CD player that plays DAISY books and you decide that you want to burn your daisy files onto a cd you can do that you can put it in your daisy player and it'll play and it'll read all nice and happy if you have a portable cd player that's not a daisy player that plays mp3 data cds you can take that same disc throw it in your mp3 capable cd player and the mp3 cd player will totally ignore the daisy files and now you have an mp3 version and remember that you get both when you order so we're not saying you have to pay this price and you have to pick your format you know, MP3 or Daisy. Right. Our MP3s are split up just like our Daisies. So, depending on where you put it or how you're going to use it, you're not really going to even know the difference between the two, except for being able to go level by level with, for instance, on the stream two and eight. 
to move between your levels, which can be really handy. And Chris loves level navs, so <laughs> you'll find a lot of fun things at your various levels. So please know you've got your option. You can pick whichever, or you can download both, no problem. And they will be available for you, and you can use them in different contexts, whatever you want to do. But we're really happy that these first six are now available as a nice product for you. So if you missed out and you wanted to enjoy them or use them to help you decide whether you wanted any of 7 through 12, then by all means pick those up and we will be happy to get you set up with those and you can listen to your heart's content. Speaking of listening to your heart's content, we've been receiving a lot of questions about when my famous <laughs> Echo tutorial update is going to be happening. Well, just to let y'all know, the reason that it hasn't happened yet is because over the last couple months, the three of us have had this conversation, so it's not just happened to me, have thought that ALEXA's recognition has gone a little south. Because she isn't recognizing things as well as she did and has in the past, we're kind of waiting for that to calm down. And this has happened before, so don't panic. This is not anything new. <laughs> It has happened, and updates will eventually fix it. And we want to make sure that you guys get as good a product as we can put out. If we're going to do this thing over again, and essentially I am, I'm going to have to redo the whole thing from scratch because so much has changed, just in terms not of your commands. So if you have bought it recently, I'm like, what do you mean it's all changed? Not in terms of your commands, but just in terms of some of the layout stuff on the website. She can do more than she could do with the last tutorial updates that we did for ALEXA. So... Please know that if you have the old version, you're not out anything. You just may be looking for things a little differently in some of your alexa.amazon.com pages, like skills, music, things like that. Things may be organized a little differently. So you can still use it, no problem. You can still get a lot of good information out of the tutorial. When we revamp it, we want it to be as good as it can possibly be. And so we're waiting for her recognition to kind of get back up to par before I do the recreation portion <laughs> of that. So it's probably going to be a little longer. There are things I'm going to change. For instance, the music section right now is ridiculously long. I'm probably going to shorten it up and still give you all the great information without some of the repetitiveness that's currently found there. There's going to be things that change. And if you have the old one, you'll still have the old one. No problem. You can keep your copy. <laughs> that's not a big deal. And the new one will be available as soon as we get her recognition a little more stabilized, or Amazon does, we don't. <laughs> but when it is, I'll let you know when I start it. Once I actually start the outlining and then the recording process, it goes very, very quickly. Because we have a wonderful out-of-house editor who's doing some of the editing now, and that takes a lot of the pressure off. So once it's out, if we announce it in one podcast, it'll be available by the next one. So please, no fear, it is happening what we're going to do in terms of tutorials next, the two that I'm going to be working on next, are the Fire TV or Fire Stick. And they're kind of interchangeable in terms of how they work. And the Fire Tablets so from Amazon. So please do stay tuned. Those are something I'm going to start working on fairly soon. It's probably not going to be next week, but it's going to be the week after. And those will get to you very quickly after I begin working on them. Speaking of tutorials... By the time you release this podcast, we will add an additional something in our brilliant BI14 tutorials. So if you have downloaded the brilliant BI14 tutorials, you might want to re-download them again if you are interested because within the zip file, there will be transcripts. 
transcripts. We are so excited and so pleased to have met a wonderful transcriptionist who did a bang-up job on these transcripts for us. Anybody who can listen to me for almost three hours and transcribe me is a very brave woman. <laughs> so, definite kudos to her. And we will be, hopefully, having her visit us in an upcoming podcast. I haven't asked her yet, but we're going to see if she's going to be willing to do that and come hang out and talk to y'all because the work she does is very fascinating. And I learned a lot working with her on this project. So, if you are interested in the transcripts, they will be available for you. And we're also pleased to let you know that if you have the Orbit tutorial, we will soon have a transcript available for that as well. So you'll just need to re-download it. We'll let you all know as soon as that's available in a podcast episode. In the iOS class that I taught on the App Store, I downloaded a new app and kind of left people hanging because I wasn't really sure as to whether or not it worked with VoiceOver. And I got some questions about it. Well, does it work or doesn't it? And so I will be showing you that and sharing a few more things about that particular app in my demo. The full name of the app I'm going to be talking to you about today is Look Up, an Elegant Dictionary. Learn a new word every day. However, when it shows up on my phone or on my Apple Watch, it just displays as Look Up. I don't think that we, as people who are blind, can get quite the full benefit of this app, but there is quite a lot that we can get. Each day, there is a new word of the day, and it is depicted not only in the actual description, but in a picture, which I think is supposed to help people remember. However, I really liked the interface, and I think that while it is not perfect, there is certainly room for improvement. And there's certainly a lot that you can do with it right now. This is a paid app in the App Store. I believe it was either $1 or $2.99. I really cannot remember. So let's go ahead and we'll dive in and we'll take a look. And we'll do it first on the iPhone and then on the Apple Watch because it's a little different. So I'm going to locate the LookUp app. LookUp. And double tap. Double tap to open. Search for a word. Search field. Here I can search for a word, and we're going to come back to this. Liked words. Button. This Chose is, the liked word. This is a place where you can save words that you liked. However, I found, at least at present, that I can't really retrieve these. Settings. Button. This mostly allows you to change the way that the text is displayed. There isn't really anything here for voiceover users, but if you are using the screen visually, you might find it beneficial to go in here. Word of the day. Nix image. Chosen illustration for Nix, which means put an end to, cancel. So there is today's word of the day, which is Nix. Just a reminder that if you're not sure how to spell a word, you can rotor to characters and flick down to read the word. Words. Characters. N. I. X. Let's keep going. I'll flick right. Discover more. Chatoyant. Image. Chosen illustration for chatoyant, which means showing a band of bright luster caused by reflection from inclusions in the stone. Now, if I kept flicking right, I would have quite the long list of words of the day. And I think these are just fun to go through and look at the definitions. But there is more you can do. 
For example, with today's word of the day, nix, you can gain more information. Unfortunately, when I double tap, I can't find it. So what I need to do is search. Nix, image, word of the day, settings, liked word, search for a word, search field. And I'm going to double tap. Double tap to edit. Search field is editing. N, N, U, I, I, X, X. Search. Search. Back. Button. Search. Button. Now, the interesting thing is if you just flick through this screen, you're kind of going to get nowhere fast. Search. Button. Liked words. Button. Settings. Button. Back. Button. Search. Button. So it takes you through those four options. So what you need to do is to touch near the center and kind of top of the screen. Meaning. Pronunciation. Button. Nix. Settings. Button. Nix. And so now I can find out more about the word. Pronunciation. Button. I can double tap. Pronunciation. Unfortunately, it said it pretty softly. Like. Pronunciation. Let's try again. And that is because I very quickly silenced voiceover, and I'm not even sure if you are able to hear it. However, it is better, I think, when you have words with more than one syllable. Like. Button. Again, you can add this to the list of liked words. Meaning. Noun. New line. Colon nothing. Etymology. From German nix. Colloquial form of nichts. Meaning. Nothing. Compare also Dutch nix, meaning nothing. Wikipedia. Nix or nix may refer to. Read more. Button. And if I double tap here, I will be able to read more on Wikipedia. Similar words. F. Ferry. G. Goblin. Z. Zip. N. Nada. Similar words. And that's everything on that particular screen. Double tapping the back button or performing the back gesture will take me back to the main screen. So if you like words, this may be the app for you. I found that making my own list of liked words works well, or just browsing them every once in a while to see how many I remember does help. Now let's take a look on the watch. This is sort of different. It has similar function, although you don't see quite as much information as far as words of the day. But it's a fun thing to check out if you need to know the meaning of a word on the fly. I'm now on my watch, and we have... Look up. And I'm going to double tap. Look up. When I open the app, there is one button. Watch search button. I will double tap. Watch search. Cancel. Button. Dictate. Button. Scribble. Button. Integument. Elevances. Mercurial. Mercurial. And those are three recent words. I have the choice of either scribbling, which I will not do because I don't think it could read my handwriting, or I can dictate. Integ scribble. Dictate. Button. And I'm going to double tap. Double tap to start dictation. Double tap when finished. Ostentatious. Ostentatious. Of ostentation. Of ostentation. Intended to attract notice. Of tawdry display. Kitch. Of tawdry display. Kitch. 
So I just flicked right through the items, and it doesn't give you the etymology, it doesn't give you similar words, and it doesn't give you pronunciation. But what it does give you is a nice, quick, on-the-fly definition. I hope if this is something that interests you, that you will check out this app, or if you find any other interesting ones, please feel free to let us know about them as well. Now that we've listened to Lisa's demo, it is now time to transition to my demo. And my demo is a demo of, like I said in the introduction, an old friend. It is a program called Speak Dropbox. And it does exactly that. It speaks your Dropbox statuses. And it can actually play ascending and descending sounds. But before I give it all away, here it is. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to take a few minutes and talk to you about an old friend that I just rediscovered. It's one of those little gems that I knew about, and probably some of you knew about it, but if you didn't, well, you're going to find out about it now. It's a little utility called Speak Dropbox, and it does exactly what it says. It speaks the statuses of your Dropbox icon, as well as play ascending and descending tones whether you're uploading or downloading from Dropbox. You can even turn all that stuff off and just get the information on demand. It does require a Dropbox account and the Dropbox for desktop installed on your Windows-based machine. You can download your copy of Speak Dropbox. It is completely free. You can get yours from valiant8086.com, and that's V as in Victor, A as in Apple. L is in Lima, I is in India, A is in Apple, N is in Nancy, T is in Tango, 8086.com. One of the things that I really like about this particular product is that it's not specific to a screen reader. So you don't need JAWS with scripts running or you don't need NVDA with add-ons running. You install Speak Dropbox and it does just that. It speaks to Dropbox. You can also have it speak without a screen reader running or you can just use the SAPI 5 synthesizers that you have installed on your computer. One advantage to that is if you're used to using something like Eloquence and you had Microsoft David or Searproc Catherine or any of the SAPI 5 voices, you can tell Speak Dropbox to use those voices instead. The disadvantage to that, though, is that it will not shut up. If it's speaking some loud thing, it'll just continue to talk. Or if it's using your screen reader's voice, you can just shut it up. So once it gets installed, it puts itself into your system tray. And I'm going to go there now. Windows B. User promoted notification area toolbar. And I can hit the letter S, as in Speak Dropbox. S, Speak Dropbox button. And there's the button. Now I'm going to hit my Applications key. Context menu. So now I'm going to down arrow. Open Configuration Window O. Test Speech Output T. Open Help File O. Speak Dropbox Version 19. Activate to check for update. First update check is one hour after launch S. So it just gave us a little bit of information. It told me the version number that I'm running. And it said that it will check for updates, or I can just press Enter and have it check for updates. Let's do that now, and let's see what happens. Checking for update. No update found. 
And that's all it did. Now I'm going to go back to my system tray. User promoted notification. And then I'm going to press S. S. Speak drop box button. Now I'm going to hit the applications key. Context menu. And I'm going to hit the up arrow key. Exity. So that's exit. Speak drop box version 19. Activate to check for update. First update check is one hour after launch S. And that is exactly where we are. So let's get into the fun part, and that is the configuration dialog. So I'm going to down arrow. Exity. Open configuration window O. And I'm going to press enter. Speak drop box configuration dialog. Test speech output. ALT plus T. Button. So I can test speech output, and I can use Alt-T if I so choose to. Let's see what happens. Up to date. And I'm going to tab. Automatically speak drop box status checkbox checked. Play sounds. Combo box on with specific sounds collapsed. So we have on with specific sounds, and that means that it's going to play sounds, and they're going to be specific, so you're going to get a different tone for uploading as well as downloading. So that's the difference. You get ascending for uploading and descending for downloading. So I'm going to hit the down arrow key. And that's it. So I'm going to hit the up arrow key. Alert sounds for Dropbox status changes enabled without specific sounds to distinguish events on no specific sounds. Up arrow again. Alert sounds for Dropbox status changes disabled off. So you will get no sounds. So I'm going to down arrow to on with specific sounds, because I like sounds. Alert sounds for Dropbox status changes enabled without specific sounds to distinguish events on no specific... And I'm going to down arrow again. Alert sounds for Dropbox status changes enabled with specific sounds to distinguish events. And that's where I am, so I'm going to tab. Ignore status changes related to downloading file list checkbox not checked. So you can have it ignore status changes such as downloading file list, downloading file list, so it's not going to repeat that all the time for you. And you can check or uncheck that. Hotkey to speak Dropbox status. Combo box shift plus CTRL plus backslash collapsed. Now this is a neat thing. There's a hotkey that you can press to speak your Dropbox status. And I have mine set to shift control backslash because the password manager that I use or am currently using now uses control backslash by default to bring up the autofill. I like control shift backslash. And let's see what we have. CTRL plus backslash. So I just hit the up arrow key and I've got control backslash. ALT plus WIN plus shift plus D. Alt win shift D. ALT plus WIN plus D. And we've got Alt Windows D, and that may or may not work for you. If you are running Windows 10, it might bring up the calendar. ALT plus WCTRL plus backslash. Shift plus CTRL plus backslash. So I'm going to leave mine on Control Shift backslash. And we're going to tab. Prefer Sappy Speech checkbox not checked. So we could prefer sapy speech or sappy speech if we didn't want to use our screen reader's voice, whatever that screen reader is using, we can check this box. So let's check this box. Space checked. Prefer sappy speech. And now I'm going to tab. Configure sappy speech button. I'm going to hit the space bar to configure the sappy speech. Space. Loading sappy configuration dialog.
Sappy Voice Manager Dialogue. Available Voices List. Microsoft David Desktop English. United States. One of four. So I've got four voices on my computer, and I'm going to down arrow. Sear Voice Catherine English. East Coast America. Two of four. And she's the one that's speaking through NVDA, so there would really be no point to change it to her. Kepstral Bell, three of four. And there's a Sepstral voice, and I'm going to down arrow again. Microsoft Zero Desktop English, United States. So I think I'm going to go up to Microsoft David, just because. Kep, Sear, Microsoft David Desktop English. And then I'm going to tab. Cancel, escape, button. So it said cancel, escape, button. So that tells me that I could press escape or just press enter on this cancel button and it would do the same thing. Test voice. Alt plus T. Button. I can test the voice. So let's see what it does. Space. Pressed. This is a test with the Microsoft David desktop. English. United States. Voice. So you get to hear what he sounds like. Now I'm going to tab. Save settings. Alt plus S. Button. And I'm going to press enter on save settings. Settings saved. Speak Dropbox configuration dialog. Configure Sappy speech button. Now we're back to the previous dialog and I'm going to tab. Auto check for version updates checkbox checked. That's pretty self-explanatory. Hide speak Dropbox icon checkbox not checked. You can hide the speak Dropbox icon. It's not harming anything so I would leave that unchecked, and if you need to get to it for whatever reason, it's sitting there happily in your system tray. Test speech output. ALT plus T. Button. And now we're back to test speech output. Automatically speak Dropbox status checkbox checked. So I'm going to press escape. Speak Dropbox configuration window closed. Taskbar. So now we had David tell us that the window is closed. So what happens if I press Control shift backslash Up-to-date. It tells me that Dropbox is up-to-date. Let me save something to my Dropbox, and we can at least hear what it sounds like. Dropbox downloading test.txt. So Dropbox up-to-date. So as you hear, it's speaking stuff. It's telling me that it's downloading the test.txt file that I saved into my Dropbox folder, and it also said that it was up-to-date. I'm going to copy a few larger things into my Dropbox folder, and we're going to see what happens. Dropbox window, tree view, level zero, quick access expanded, one of two, items view list, action outlines, not. So I'm going to press control V, and I'm going to paste it into my Dropbox folder. Progress, more details, checkbox, not check, read only more details, unavailable. Dropbox indexing two files. Dropbox indexing 23 files. Can't sync TW Blue Snapshot. 20%. 31%. Dropbox indexing 339 files. Can't sync TW Blue Snapshot. 53%. 63%. 73%. 83%. So it's telling us that it's indexing those files. Dropbox window, items view list, TW Blues. And it told me that it can't synchronize the folder that I threw into my Dropbox folder 
which is not surprising to me because I have a lot of junk in my Dropbox folder. Dropbox indexing 581 files. Can't sync TW Blue snapshot uploading 223 files. Dropbox indexing 580 files. Can't sync TW Blue snapshot uploading 223 files. Dropbox indexing 580 files. Can't sync TW Blue snapshot uploading 132 files. And like I said box indexing before, files. you really can't shut it up. Can't sync TW Blue snapshot uploading 138 files. Dropbox C slash pro Dropbox window items view list TW Blue 7. Dropbox so I'm just going to delete these files. files. Dropbox uploading 121 files. Dropbox up to date. And it said Dropbox is up to date. I'm going to switch back really, really quickly to the screen reader voice so that I can Desktop. shut that up. User promoted S. Speak Dropbox button. Content. Open configuration. Speak Dropbox configuration dialog. Hide speak drop. Test speech. Automatic. Play sound. Ignore. Hot key to Prefer sappy speech. Prefer screen reader speech. And then I'm going to close the window. So now if I press Control shift backslash I get... Up to date. Up to date. Now one of the really neat things about Speak Dropbox is have you ever wanted to get to the context menu of your Dropbox little icon in your system tray? Well, Speak Dropbox really has you covered with that. If I press and hold my Control and my Shift keys and hit the backslash key twice, it's going to bring me into the Dropbox context menu. And you can't release the control and shift, so you basically press and hold the control and shift or whatever modifier keys you set up, and then hit the backslash key twice. So let me do that. Context menu. So now we're in the context menu of the Dropbox icon, not the speak Dropbox icon, but your Dropbox icon. Now I'm going to hit the down arrow key. Open Dropbox folder O. Launch Dropbox Website L. Launch Dropbox Paper L. Recently changed file submenu R. 76.1% of 6.0 grams used unavailable 7. Get more space G. Up to date unavailable U. Pause sensing P. Preferences. P. And here's the Dropbox preferences. Dropbox C. Slash program files. X86. And now I'm going to tab. System grouping. Start Dropbox on system startup checkbox checked. Microsoft Office add-in grouping. Show Dropbox as a save location in Microsoft Office checkbox not checked. Dropbox badge grouping. Dropbox badge down combo box always show. Language grouping. Language down combo box system language. Grouping help. OK. Cancel enter button. OK enter button. Another really cool thing about the hotkey, the speak Dropbox hotkey, the control shift backslash that I have set up, is that you hit it once. Up to date. It tells you the Dropbox status. So if you're receiving or uploading a huge file, you're going to get the percentage without having to basically hunt it down and find it in the system tray. It's very convenient. The double pressing of this control shift backslash hotkey 
whatever you decide to put yours at. We'll bring you into the context menu as I showed. There's a third press, so if you click it three times, it's going to take you into the Dropbox folder from wherever you are. So I'm going to Alt-Tab to Notepad. Untitled Notepad. And I'm going to press Control-Shift-Backslash three times. Dropbox Window. Items View List. iOS Xfrolios 8.4. And I'm in my Dropbox folder, which is really, really neat. Taskbar. And I just closed it. So I'm going to go back to the Speak Dropbox icon because I want to show you where the documentation is. User Promoted Notification Area Toolbar. Minute Update or Last Update. 1Password. And I'm going to hit the letter S. S. Speak Dropbox. And then I'm going to hit the Applications key. Context Menu. Exity. Speak Dropbox version 19. Open Help File O. And I can press Enter on Open Help File. Mozilla Firefox. Speak Dropbox Documentation. Mozilla Firefox. Speak Dropbox Documentation. Link. Note that you can use the keyboard shortcut. So it brings it up in Firefox or your default browser. So whatever your default browser is, it will bring up the documentation. One more thing that I wanted to show you before I close, and that is the quick key to bring up the configuration dialog, and that is Alt-Shift-Windows-M. So let me do that. Speak Dropbox Configuration Dialog. Test Speech Output. And there it is. plus T. So we've already been through here, so we don't have to do that again. And I can hit the Escape key and close the dialog. So this is a really, really neat little program to give you Dropbox status updates. And the documentation will explain a heck of a lot more about that. And that's one of the ways that I found out about the hotkey to bring up the configuration menu because it's not really there. You know, it's not in the configuration dialog that you can actually change. So that's one of those hard-coded things into Speak Dropbox. But it's a really neat program. I used it for a while, and then I stopped using it because I don't really have the Dropbox software installed on my computer. So when I saw this, I decided to play with it and give it a whirl and see how it worked. And I spent some time getting acquainted with my old little friend. So I think I'm going to keep it around for a while because, again, it's neat. It's a nice little productivity thing that can make things a little bit more convenient for you. What it will do is it will play a sound when you start it. That's what I'm going to show you too. Desktop. User promote S. Speak drop. Con. Exit. Exiting speak taskbar. So if you heard that sound, it exited speak dropbox. Now I'm going to start speak dropbox. Launch speak dropbox. Desk. And I'm going to press enter. Desktop list. Explorer 2 Pro X 6433 of 58. Speak Dropbox 19 by Valiant 8086 is monitoring your Dropbox tray icon. No Dropbox icon found. And it does that and it will say no Dropbox icon is found, but then it will find the Dropbox icon. And it might take a couple seconds. It does that especially on startup. So let's hit Control Shift Backslash. No Dropbox icon found. It will find it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to my demonstration of Speak Dropbox. This podcast episode actually got away from us, so we're quite excited. I'm going to share next time, it looks like, because we've already got a nice podcast for you here. Next time, I'm going to share about how demos go wrong, because I was also supposed to have a demo for this episode. 
And I'm going to tell you why I don't. So stay tuned for the next episode. (laughs) I will definitely be sharing that experience with you. When demos go wrong or when accessibility goes wrong, we'll be sharing more about that because it does happen and we want to stay real with y'all about this kind of stuff. So please do stay tuned and we hope you found this episode enjoyable. As always, we accept your donations with gratitude. So that is an option if you like what you hear here. And of course, we have lots to offer you on mysticaccess.com. Feel free to visit us anytime. So point your friends to our website and they can subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, we have lots of different options for subscribing. They can listen directly on the webpage if they wish. So lots of different ways to find out what we're up to and learn about both our podcast and all our offerings. Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.